and Gannon with God Time here on The Breakfast Show. you with Lyle and Minnie. So we had somebody who texted in just a good thought for the day, and I thought I'd share it with you. Uh, God, not, God did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. All things work for our good. Hmm. So, yeah, just a really nice thought. A couple of uh, Bible oh, no. verses there just to share with you all this morning. Okay. Uh, let's go to Second Peter chapter 1 and one of my favorite passages in the Bible, one of those passages that is often a kind of throwaway passage. Mm-hmm. One of those passages that you kind of read it, skip over it because it's part of the introduction mm. and you are waiting to get to the real meat of what the person is going to be talking about. And so you'll typically find with these letters back in the first century, it was how letters were written. You'd have these long introductions where they would waffle on about all kinds of nice things <laughs> and then they would get to the meat of what they want to talk about. And often when we read those letters, we kind of skip over those introductory remarks. It's like, yeah, they're just, it's just the introductory remarks. Mm. But there's some really, really good lessons in some of these. And here you have one right here. We're going to start in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Okay. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Okay, so let's work our way through this. bunch of questions coming out of this. Uh, First of all, what kind of power are we talking about in this passage? God's divine power. Okay, God's divine power. How is that different from the power that we have? Well, God can do anything. Yes. That's automatically a little bit more power than I <laughs> I myself uh, <laughs> you think so <laughs> um, just a tad yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about this yesterday about you know the the greatest suns yes. stars that are out there and how just you know infinitely bigger they are than our sun and how that God was able to create that but he's also able to create each individual um, what should we say each individual atom mm. that goes into making up each one of those Suns, even each individual atom that is burning on a fire and producing heat, you know, God is able to create those, and you know, you find the fingerprints of God all the way through. Absolutely, wherever you go. Mm. So that's a lot of power. Okay, so that's and and, and you know, you compare. Okay, your creativity, my creativity, mm-hmm. with that kind of power, and it's like, yeah, we we have some creativity. We are made in the image of God, and we do some pretty fancy stuff sometimes, and you know, make some pretty amazing banana bread, whatever it might be. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> and because uh, Minnie has brought banana bread into the studio this morning, and I'm told it's amazing, amazing. Love hasn't tried I it. I haven't tried it yet because <laughs> the uh, I, I had a big breakfast, oh. but I will try some. <laughs> I'm not avoiding it because... You don't have to. You don't you know, have to. I, I'm going to try some. Okay. Try, try some. <laughs> okay. So um, we have a very, very big contrast mm. beca- between God's power, which is called divine power, and our power as human beings. So we're talking about God's power here. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to um, his divine power has given to us what? All things. That pertain to life and godliness. Okay, so before we mm. get there, let's just dwell for a moment on mm-hmm. the word all. Mm-hmm. So everything that you need for two things. What are those two things? Life and godliness. Yes. Mm. Life and godliness. Uh, what is godliness? That's a good question. Mm. Thinking, I want to say thinking. like just real cliche, like, but I don't want to say them. Like, you could be like, oh, you know, it's like the righteousness of God. Like, it's 
She's thinking here. This is this should be an easy question. This is isn't 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 godliness. It's just what? like the character of God. Okay, is what I, I would say. Yep, like godliness good. is like I will go with all that. the all the things that reflect who God is. Let me give you a real simple one. Mm. Godliness, God likeness. Does that make sense? That does make sense. God likeness. That's a simpler way to say what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like what you said because it's you know it's having the uh, character of God. Mm. So. Um, we, uh, th- that's what Christianity is all about, mm. having the character of God. All right, the Bible says for life and godliness. What is the Bible talking about when it talks about life? Thinking, thinking, thinking. How does the divine power give us all things we need for life? What's... Yeah. Go. No, it's still like... God has given us life. Like the fact that we are alive is still a yeah, gift of God. Like, yeah. is that not just. Okay, part so of remove it? God's divine power from the equation. How long do you live? Yeah, like we have nothing. That's right. You're dead. Like, yeah. Okay, so we could start by saying that God's divine power gives us everything we need yeah. for physical life. Yeah, to literally live. <laughs> All right, so. But physical life is only one kind of life that you have in yes, the Bible. Absolutely. What's another kind of life? Or your spiritual life. Spiritual life. Does God's divine power give you everything you need for spiritual life? Absolutely. Uh-huh. I would argue it's the only thing that gives you spiritual life. Yes, indeed. Okay, but spiritual life is not the only kind of life that there is in the Bible as well. Can you think of another kind of life that is promised to us? Eternal life. Eternal life. Mm. All right, so we've got spiritual mm. life, we've got eternal life, we have uh, physical life. Now, if you have physical life, and if combined with that physical life, you also have spiritual life, in other words, you have a living vibrant connection with God. Mm. And because you have that living, vibrant connection with God, you also have the promise of eternal life. Mm-hmm. So you've got physical life, spiritual life, and eternal life. Mm-hmm. Then that's kind of the best of everything, isn't it? Yeah, you're sorted. This is why the Bible says, I have come that they might have... Eternal life. Life and life... Oh, life more- and life abundant. Yeah, that was one I was thinking of, but... Mm. You were, like, you were quoting the other one. Yep. I so was, both of these are correct. <laughs> <laughs> well it's great done. when the other person knows where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Minnie's just sitting here thinking, you know. No, no, it's The study great. guide only had verse four, but Lyle's gone with verse three. No, Where's it's he going to go with this? It's Where's good. Go with this? But you know what I like about that is like how we're talking about godliness is about godlikeness, the character. That is so connected to spiritual life and eternal life, right? Yes. Because that's that's what changes us. Yes. And it's just, it's just like nicely all connected, I think. Absolutely, it is. All right, so uh, let's, let's work our way through what we've got so far. According as his, that's God's, mm-hmm. divine power, very different from ours, has given us all, everything we need for life, spiritual life, physical life, and eternal life, mm-hmm. and godliness, so we can live a life like Jesus lived his life, the character of God. Then the Bible says how we get that divine power. So before we read that, we would assume that, you know, if God's divine power gives us all of those things, then it's pretty important that we receive that divine power, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we'll figure out how to get it. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Okay, so how do we get that divine power? According to this verse? According to this verse, the Bible says through. So when it yeah. says through, it's going to get, so, okay, this Tell is, us what you, you get it through this. That's right, through the knowledge of him. So through the knowledge of God. 
The knowledge of Jesus. Through the knowledge of him that's called mm-hmm. us to glory and virtue. Mm-hmm. How do you get a knowledge of Jesus? Are we talking yep. like if you've been exposed to the Bible <laughs> or if many. you're not exposed to the Bible? Because I would argue God can use anything. Yes. Like I, I know people who they've had dreams or, you know, just various things that yes. they've just been like no Christian background. For me, I would argue like the Bible for me is probably the biggest point. Where yes. I was like, okay, let's, let's find out who God is. And I would, I would agree with all of your arguments. Brilliant. <laughs> but I was because like, oh, all, of context. Back, all of them are backed up in the Bible. Yes, yeah. You have people who hear about God in the Bible, you know, through dreams and visions. Mm. You have people discovering God and interacting with God in all kinds of different ways. Um, nature is often described as God's mm. second book. Absolutely. Oh. First book is the Bible, second book is hear, nature. Hear. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, you know, and, and people connect with God through other people, you know. That's mm. why missionaries exist. That's why we're called to do that kind of thing. Um, then you've got others who connect with God through the Bible. I think for nearly everybody who becomes a Christian, uh, if not basically everybody who becomes a Christian, mm. one of our primary sources of connecting with God is through the Bible, through mm. his word. And so we receive this knowledge of Jesus through his word. Now, when you're getting to know somebody, if you go to somebody and it's like, okay, I'm going to meet this person, I'm going to get to know them a little bit, Uh, let's have a conversation together, that's how we get to know someone, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say that you meet somebody and they start to talk and they continue to talk (laughs) and never stop. (laughs) Yeah, How so effective is that relationship? <laughs> oh, you, you've met people like I, this, right? I have. It's, yes. it's very draining because you and you know how you don't mean to, but sometimes your like your brain gets to a point you just zone out just for a second. Yes, because it like, and it's not because it's not interesting. It's like oh, it's just continuous. Like yeah, I do know. I've probably done it to people. Apologies if I've done this to you, but I have met some people that are like oh, it takes a lot of like mental and emotional energy to sit with that conversation the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I was studying the Bible with a guy one time who um, you would go there for the Bible study and God bless him, but you would uh, hope that at some point he would take a breath. And when he did, you would just launch in and you'd preach a sermon without stopping and without taking a breath and without giving any gap for any interaction whatsoever at all. And then when you finished, he would just pick straight up where you left off and literally... I would walk out of the house. I, I, uh-huh. I learned to do this after the first time being there for like three hours, which was, you know, breaks all the rules. Oh, of yeah, Bible. it was like every rule. <laughs> uh, but I would, at the end of the Bible study, I, I would do a whole Bible study without taking a breath, including the closing prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having done that, I would stand up and walk out of the house with him following me and continuing to talk. I would get into the car with him following me and continuing to talk. I would then drive off down the road, and if I drove slowly, he would jog beside the car. Wow. Now, he had some emotional problems, but he could not stop talking. It Mm. was just impossible for him to stop talking. And it was kind of sad because he was desperately lonely as well. But you couldn't interact with him, and you couldn't actually build a relationship. Communication needs to go two-way. Yes. And so God speaks to us in a multitude of different ways. Um, the Word of God is the primary one that we're looking at in the theme of this week's Bible study. But there are a bunch of different ways that God speaks to us. How do we speak to God? Because if it's just God speaking to us, it's not going to mm. go anywhere, is it? Mm. I think prayer is a massive one. Absolutely. I would also say, 
and this is linked to prayer. Maybe not you as much. I know you're not as much a music person, but for me, I think music is a massive part of it, like a part of prayer. Because I totally times- agree. I totally agree. Mm. And, and okay, maybe I sometimes exaggerate <laughs> a little bit. In uh, I, some people get the impression like, oh, Lyle doesn't like music. I love music. No, I don't think you don't like it. I just know that it's probably not like the highest on your list. Whereas for me, it's something that's quite significant. Like there are times that I have had to kind of sing my way into my devotions first. Right. Before I can do the word of God, like as in like the Bible. That's pretty cool. Um, and I, I love listening to There's some podcasts I listen to by people who are in persecuted churches. And I find it really fascinating how when they don't have access to the Bible, some of the strongest um, foundations they have for holding on to their faith together is, is through song. There's like, we can praise God. We like, we can just go hard and praise God. Um, I think, yeah. I think that's really awesome. Um, and I do enjoy music, but mm. it was kind of nice when Shell came home and from overseas and then quarantine, how I walked into the house and there was music playing. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, I never thought of it while she wasn't here, <laughs> but I love it Yeah, when yeah. it is. And I get in the car now and I switch the radio on and it's like, oh, there's music playing. <laughs> there isn't somebody, you know, talking to me about the news and events happening mm. around the world, which is usually the kind of thing that I listen to. Yeah. And so... Uh, no, I love music, and I think music is a great way that we can communicate with God, mm. and God can communicate with us. Absolutely, yeah. But it's, it's one of the, music's one of those two way forms of communication with God in yes. and of itself. Yes, yeah. And I think, yeah, I was going to say prayer is a big one, but I think when we say prayer, like for me, it's literally just a conversation. You're just talking to God about things, you know. And it can be about like what I'm reading in the Bible. It can be that, or it can be personally like this. You know, sometimes when you say prayer, it's like people can think it's this certain formula. This makes prayer, and now this is not. But you know, you can well even so. If I do my devotions in the morning, I journal with it, and it's literally just questions. I'm like, but why did they do this? Or da da da? Or it's the more you know. But it's still different if I'm just asking questions as questions about God, or as if I'm going, "Hey God, I'm trying to understand this thing." Does that make sense? Like in your mind and in your heart, there's a bit of a difference between just the answers of things to I'm actually intentionally trying to have my mind on like that relationship. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So it's not just like a thought that's going through my head, but you're like, man, this is, I guess, prayer time now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But mm. No, that's cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, okay, so let's summarize what we've got in this verse so far. According as his, that's God's, divine power, very different from ours, has given us all things, everything we need for life and godliness. That's life more abundantly. Um, We receive that divine power through the knowledge of him. Mm. We gain the knowledge of him through the word, through prayer, and through a whole bunch of other different uh, avenues. Absolutely. What do we then receive? Now we actually come to the verse that's actually part of our Bible study for today, which is verse 4. What do we receive as a result of having this knowledge of God? Am I reading the verse? Verse verse 4. Yeah. Um, By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Okay. So what do we receive? Well, the divine nature of God. The divine nature of God, yes. Uh, verse 4, we're receiving something in verse 4. Isn't that what I just read? The great and precious, precious ah, promises. Ah, great and precious mm. promises. Mm. That's right. The Exceedingly great. Precious, great. The, okay, yeah. the exceeding <laughs> great and precious. precious. Mm. Now, this is interesting because there's a bunch of redundant words here. Yeah. You know, Peter could have just read, we receive promises, the promises mm-hmm. of his divine power. Yeah. And that would have been true. That would have not been inaccurate. 
that would have been an actual factual statement. But he doesn't. He says, exceeding, mm-hmm. great, and, and precious. precious. Yeah. You know, he's just adding them up, adding them up, adding them up, uh, one on top of the other, and showing just how amazing these promises are. I love it. He's like, how can I make them understand how good this is? Yes. <laughs> like, it's not just a good thing. It's like, oh, but it's so good. And the Bible says that you can partake because of these promises, you can partake of the divine nature. Mm. What kind of a nature do you have as a human? Not that. How would you describe the natural human nature? The natural human, well. Without God. Take God out of the equation yeah. altogether. Look, no influence from God at all. Oh, dear. Um, look, just personally, it's a very selfish, self-focused, arrogant just, just all the things that you really don't want. That's, it's just not there. And I, I've told people that. Like, there's been a couple of friends who are like, "Oh, you just did it." I'm like, "You need to understand. If you see any good in me, this is directly linked to who God is. Absolutely. Like, that's, that's all that is. Yes. And the other things. Well, I'm sorry. That's, that's all me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, honestly, like, I, I, I really believe that that is God's heart in all of us. Even if we don't believe in Him, I still think that good things in a human character is still just a gift of God. Yes. Mm. Okay, so we've got this passage here. We've got these exceeding great and precious promises that we receive through a knowledge of God. Um, and, and the Bible says, once again, repeats the same uh, kind of concept. You know, we receive it through the, uh, the knowledge of God. And then the Bible speaks about escaping the corruption that is in the world through lust. Mm. And so really what this verse is doing is it is highlighting the contrast between God's divine nature and our human nature. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. The next verse that we are going to, turn in your Bibles to James chapter 1 and verse 21. James 1 and verse 21 is the verse that we're going to read next. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Okay. Uh, therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Okay, so we're talking about the power of God's word and we talked about mm. the power of God's word a moment ago to give us divine power. Yes. Uh, what does the power of God's word do for us here? Saves us. It saves our souls. Mm. And the Bible says to put aside what? Uh, filthiness and wickedness. Filthiness, the overflow. Mm. Of filthiness and wickedness. You know, the Bible uses really strong language. <laughs> I kind of wonder how it would go in church if I stood up and said, you all have an overflow of filthiness and wickedness. You know, I'm kind of wondering how the congregation would handle that. Mm. We live in a society where political correctness has, you know, determined that you never say anything bad to anyone or about anyone, there is no such thing as evil. There is no such thing as filthiness. There is no such thing as sin. Those things are, you know, supposedly, you know, human constructions that don't actually exist. There's no such thing as morality because we evolved from, you know, some primordial soup. How can you have morality if that's where we've come from? And so, you know, any morality that is there is purely a human invention. And so, yeah, you kind of wonder, okay, in today's world you talk about, you know, Filthy, an overflow of filthiness and wickedness. Mm. That's really politically incorrect stuff. Yeah. But it is how God speaks to us. And I remember someone saying once that At the times. good news is only as good as the bad news is bad. That's so in the sense that it's like the good profound. news of Jesus saving us is so massive. But if, it, if, like, if we were fine, then why does it matter? 
Like, why does it matter at all? And the finer we are, the less it matters. Mm. And so then to be like, man, I need Jesus means I have a deep need. Like the fact that I have things to be given, forgiven for. Like the forgiveness is ridiculous. But why? Because it's necessary. Maybe this is part of the reason why, as Christians, we don't feel our need in the same way that... Or we don't... We don't yeah, sometimes I have Christians come to me and they're like, yeah, you know, I tried Christianity, it sort of didn't work out for me. You know, I don't really feel like I love Jesus. Hmm. Maybe the problem is that we don't actually recognize the depth of our evilness. Fully. Filthiness yep. and sin. And if we recognize just how bad we were as human beings, mm. we would be able to really appreciate the love of God mm. so much more. But I think even with that, I know this is going a little bit off, but I think even with that, there are some things that we can only see of ourselves in the context of God's grace yes. because it's too overwhelming. Do you know what I mean? If if we didn't have the grace of God, then you know, then what's the purpose of my life? If I'm this bad, then I'm useless. Do you know? Whereas in the context of God's grace, it's like, yeah, there are things, but that's that's the thing I died for. You know, that's the thing I'm going. I want to transform you from. Rather than it just being a hopeless world was me, you know, like you, you need the two, because the grace of God without who we really are is just like oh la di da, you know, and the horrendousness of the human character without God. Take away the grace of God, and it's just too overwhelming. Yes, you need it in that context. Yep. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's look at another passage here. Acts chapter twenty, verse thirty-two. Acts twenty and verse. 32. We've got a few verses here. Let's see if we can get through them before the end of this Bible study. Uh, what have you got for us there, please? Can you say me one more time? 20 verse what, sorry? 32. 32, yes. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Okay, so the Bible um, speaks here about the God's word. What is God's word able to do for us in this passage? Build us up mm-hmm. and give us inheritance. Give us an inheritance. How do you think the Bible builds us up? You know, if you're feeling down and you're feeling broken or whatever, and I think we've all been there, hmm. uh, and if you're talking to somebody, and you know, I'm sure there are many people listening this morning that have not been down and broken and gone to the Bible before, hmm. what should they expect when they go to the Bible? To be totally honest, it probably depends where you start. Um, <laughs> this is this depends is true. on what story you're going to look at to begin with. This is true, <clears throat> but I um, I think just what we were saying. And even if you start in the wrong place, mm. my advice is just keep reading. Absolutely, yep. Just just keep reading because yep. you are going to be built up and you are going to be strengthened. If you start in the wrong place, then you're not far from the right place. Yes. And there are going to be stories. Mm. There are going to be lessons. There's going to be information that is going to bless you. Mm. And I think at least something in my life has been just the. The consistency, story after story in book after the book of a God who is so relentless in his patience to save his people. Like even when they're like doing whatever, God is like, that's all right. I, I, can, I can fix this. I just need you to let me fix this. Yes. <laughs> but a God who is so willing to do that so consistently. And I think particularly, particularly if you're in a really um, hard place in life currently, I think that's a really important message of hope because it's a message of hope and purpose and comfort and peace. Um, and it's a God who is a warrior God who will go to war on your behalf when you can't fight for yourself, but also wants to equip you with his power. Do you know what I mean? Like to to then go share that with other people. 
and I think that's a big thing too, to be able to serve when, when you don't feel you can be. But someone going, no, 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 but, but I've given you what you need. Sometimes you're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, let's go to, oh, let's give a verse here. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And We're going to all these little books today? Yeah, it's cool. It's <laughs> awesome. James, Peter, Acts. Well, Acts is a bit of a bigger one, but uh, Timothy. And if we had time, we'd go to, the, go to John. But 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, we'll read verse 14 to 17. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. I was looking at the wrong chapter. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so. but All right, just, 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 just read for us uh, verse 16. Okay. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Okay, we kind of uh, ran out of time right there, but that's a great verse to finish Good off verse. on. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.